0: show you can wrap this one in maroon and white <laughs> and now your host of the more cowbell show brandon walker that's me more cowbell the mississippi state podcast presented one last time by sec country here in the sec country studios i'm sorry i'm sorry more cowbell the mississippi state podcast presented by terp and land productions thank you guys for all that you do let me ring us in here <coughs> Apparently people outside that window think that's the dinner bell because they're all eating our food. My name is Brandon Walker. This is our last show on SEC Country. I believe it's our 225th show here on SEC Country, and that will do it. We'll be checking out as SEC Country, going away, going away. We had a good run, didn't we? I don't know. Maybe. But SEC Country, not going to be here anymore. The future for Brandon Walker is still gonna be tied to this show. I am still doing this show. It's gonna look different. It's gonna sound different. It's gonna feel different. I won't have to answer to corporate. I won't have to apologize for going after people on Twitter anymore. I won't have to say no, sir, I won't say that to that fat Auburn writer anymore. I will not do that. Instead, I'll do whatever I want. <laughs> More Cowbell, the Mississippi State podcast here on SEC Country. I'm very, uh, very excited to have this final show, very excited to uh, be going into my new venture, to be going into what we're going to be doing in the future. Uh, the Brandon Walker Studios will be in my house. It will be um, it will be produced by me. Everything will be done by me. Uh, same show, same format, same excitement, same uh, no-holds-barred stuff with Mississippi State sports. Adel tabar on the facebook live says did terp get fired no he is here well I, I mean he got just as fired as i am uh after today he's out is today your last day is today your last day yes today is the last day uh land shark is today your last day she T- says yes that's it that's it for us today's my last day i'm handing when this show is over i'm folding this i'm handing it to somebody i'm giving them my badge and i'm um i'm whistling out the door Old Andy Griffith theme as I just whistle down the road. I wish I could whistle. I'm a grown man can't whistle. Did SEC country have more content than just your podcast? Who knew? Robbie Stevens. Doesn't matter now, does it? On today's show, we're going to talk Nick Fitzgerald. Ross Dellinger of Sports Illustrated uh, wrote a fantastic article on Nick Fitzgerald. We'll discuss that. I think it's got three key points in there that we need to talk about. Uh, we'll also talk about the state of Mississippi State Athletics. I'm going into business for myself on this podcast, and I'm going to be doing it at the greatest time I can possibly do it. Timing is everything in life, and for 2017 or 2018-2019, Mississippi State looks to be in as good a shape as it's ever looked in athletics. At the end of the show, I'll kind of detail what I'm going to be doing, what you can do to follow me, and, and everything from there. Before we go, let me go ahead and tell you this incredible shirt I'm wearing, this beautiful shirt I've only worn it twice on the show. It's the second time. It's a Mississippi State logo a white shirt. It's a it's a beautiful shirt. Maroon and Company, maroonandco.com, at Maroon and Co on Twitter and Instagram. Stuff like this is all over their walls and their shelves. Uh, they got everything you can possibly have there. They got everything you can possibly want. Great store right off campus. I believe it's the most conveniently located uh, store in Starfield to get this kind of stuff. Marunico on a Highway 12 and start behind Chick-fil-A. Now, Nick Fitzgerald is Mississippi State's starting quarterback. Nick Fitzgerald is Mississippi State's starting quarterback. and They got injured in the Egg Bowl last year. We all saw it. We don't have to talk about that injury. We all have our own feelings on it, and there's no use of focusing on that. But Ross Dellinger... Of Sports Illustrated, and gonna, I said it earlier, but I won't say it again. Ross Dellinger, a Mississippi State grad who has worked his way up the sports writing ladder and is now at Sports Illustrated. Good for him. He's a fantastic writer and a fantastic um, beat writer. I've never met him. I have no doubts as he's also a fantastic person. So I have a few takeaways from this uh, article on SI.com written by Ross Dellinger about Nick Fitzgerald. And most of it is detailing Fitzgerald's battle back from injury. It kind of goes into the thought process when the injury happened. Uh, the fight to get back, and what the future looks like under Joe Moorhead, his new coach, under the new uh, offensive system that he'll be under for Joe Moorhead in Mississippi State. And that's where I have my three things here. And it might be two things because I don't see number two. Number one, forget what Fitzgerald was under Mullen. He was good. He ran the ball. He's 480 yards away from breaking the all-time SEC record for rushing yards by a quarterback. He was very good. But I feel like for his senior year, he is getting what he deserves, and that's a more forgiving, friendlier offense for the quarterback. It's an offense that I believe will bring the best out of him and will get him more ready for whatever NFL future he may have. This offense will be perfect for Fitzgerald. And you may say, well, they throw it a lot, and they throw it down the field a lot. Uh, Trace McSorley threw it like 200, 300 more times than Fitzgerald did last year, and I'd say to that, exactly, exactly. He's not going to be used as a battering ram anymore. He's not going to be used as the short yardage running back. He's not going to be used as a bull. Do you know how hard it is How hard it is to be a quarterback when for the previous three plays you've been a running back? Here, first and 10, run three yards. Then run three yards again. Oh, now you got to throw it 20 yards. Do you know how hard that is? And how could you possibly judge his accuracy or his maturation as a quarterback if he's running it every other down, he's running, he's a short yardage running back, and then all of a sudden he's throwing to tiny receivers who can't get open. That's, that's a bad recipe for passing the ball down the field. And Mullen didn't want to really pass the ball down the field. He wanted to use play action. He wanted to, you know, set up uh, Nick Fitzgerald and Aries Williams and run, 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 and then pop a big pass every now and then. That's not the case. Moorhead's going to spread everything out. They're going to open everything out. Those running lanes that weren't really there for Fitzgerald last year, Instead of running right into the arms of an open defensive tackle or or linebacker, everything's going to be spread out, and the lanes will be there again. I really think this is a lot better for Nick Fitzgerald. I think everything makes a lot of sense. He was asked about the new offense, and in the article he said, a lot less hitting my head up the middle against a wall. You can only take 30 carries a game for so long. That is from Nick Fitzgerald's mouth himself. He said that. Added to the fact he's got better targets. You know, Stephen Gidger will be here this year. Devontae Jason will be here this year. Receiver was a problem last year. Even the ones, Donald Gray and and Gabe Miles, who were pretty good at times, were hurt most of the year. So he didn't really have, he didn't have any good receivers, and then the ones he had were hurt. So it was rough. This offense under Moorhead made stars out of the Fordham quarterback and Trace McSorley of Penn State. Fitzgerald has 5 inches and 30 pounds on both of them. Five inches and 30 pounds and a stronger arm than both of them. Think about that. Andrew Briner, the quarterback's coach, he believes the two statistics most relevant to winning and losing games are turnover margin and explosive plays. That means don't turn it over. Get your defense to get it turned over and have explosive plays. If you can do those two things, you're going to win more football games. We've got the defense for the turnover margin. We've got the defense to go out and get the ball. We've got... Uh, Mark McLaurin, who led the SEC in interceptions. We got uh, Montez Sweat, who led the SEC in sacks. We got the defense to force turnovers and get the ball back. What we lacked last year was explosive plays. Fitzgerald ran, I think, four or five times for 70-plus yards in 2016. Last year, I don't think he did it once because you didn't have to respect it. You didn't have to respect the passing game. You can have nine or ten guys up there just waiting to catch Nick Fitzgerald at the line of scrimmage. I don't think you can do that anymore. The, the creativity, the uniqueness of this offense is going to open everything up, and I think Nick Fitzgerald caught a blessing when Dan Mullen left, and he doesn't have to be a battering ram anymore. Fitzgerald, with a more wide-open system, opens him up for bigger plays. Kylan Hill, emerging in the running back position, opens him up for bigger plays. Malik Deer, returning, opens that up for bigger plays. I think explosive plays will return to the offense this year. Last thing on this article – there's a couple of paragraphs talking about Dan Mullen actually leaving. A couple of paragraphs where, you know, the, he's Nick Fitzgerald says, you know, there's always been rumors, but he's never left. And then all of a sudden he says, Nick Fitzgerald says this, there were so many rumors every year. He told our team, I'm not going anywhere. The Sunday after the loss to Ole Miss, Mullen met briefly with players. He came in and said, I'm leaving and walked out of the room. So when Dan Mullen left, I was understanding I said, you know what? Nine years you gave us, you, you built the program. Thank you. Go wherever you're going to go. Hopefully we get a good coach. Now, hindsight is twenty-twenty. We did get a good coach. I can tell you that almost without reservation. I know he hasn't coached a game yet, but I feel very good about what Joe Moorhead is and who he is, and I'm glad he is here. But in the aftermath of Mullen leaving, I was always like, well, just wish him luck. He's gone. Let's just worry about us. I'm not worried about the way he left. But reading this seven or eight months later, what a punk. What an awful move. What Nine years you give these players. Nick Fitzgerald goes out there, breaks his leg for you. Nick Fitzgerald runs the ball up the middle 300, 300 times. And you stupidly run your quarterback that many times, and Nick Fitzgerald goes to war for you, and you come in and say, all right, guys, peace. I'm gone. I, I guess it's been eight months, and I can finally say this. I said it the other day on the show. I'm going to say it again. Thank you, Dan Mullen, for leaving. I believe your departure has opened up many possibilities for our offense, our program, our recruiting, and everything going forward. You did a good job building it, but your ceiling was too low, and you were bumping your head on it. Joe Moorhead has no ceiling. It's now a convertible. We're we're flying with the top down. We're good. We're good. You go down there and build your little house with the ceiling down there in Florida where you can't recruit, where Mark Richt is killing you, where Kirby Smart is killing you, and Florida fans are looking around saying, I thought Florida could recruit itself. I thought it was start with Mississippi that was problem. No, it wasn't. It was John Hevesy. It was Dan Mullen. It was Gonzalez. It was all those guys. Y'all have fun. So timing is everything in life. Taking stock of Mississippi State where they are. I'm going to be soon going into business for myself. I'll be selling the ads for this show. I'll be doing everything for this show. And uh, this show could have been a huge moneymaker for SEC country. They just re- didn't really sell it. They sold other shows that aren't nearly as interesting as mine or as handsome as me. me. They sold other shows, and mine was just kind of the stepchild. But guess what? Not the stepchild anymore. I'm going to be selling it. I'm going to be profiting off of it, and it's going to be big. Timing is everything. Mississippi State sports uh, heading into the summer on the heels of one of the best academic years of all time. One of the best academic years of all time. College World Series, NIT Final Four, a a win-in-a-bowl game, nine-win season in football, and national championship game appearance in women's basketball. It's hard to get better than that, but guess what? We're going to test that very quickly because next year, 2018-19, next year is going to be, heading into the season, one of the most promising campaigns ever for Mississippi State sports across the board. Football will be a top-15 team slam dunk coming out in preseason. Men's basketball will be a top-20, top-25 team in the preseason. They are finally about to turn the corner. Women's basketball will be top 10, probably a national title contender. If they're not a national title contender this year, they will be the next year. Baseball, top 10 national title contender. That's how good they can be. The lineup's coming back. They've got the experience. They've got the guts. They've got everything you need. Find a little pitching. Hopefully we hit the coaching hire right. But make no mistake, baseball will be a top 10 team in the preseason, as will women's basketball, men's basketball top 20 football top 15 I didn't even mention tennis which uh, went very deep in the NCAA tournament this year I didn't mention anybody else but those four teams are in very good shape for the future they are looking good for the future what a time to be alive what a time to be a Mississippi State sports fan what a time to be doing all of this Mississippi State in great shape and I'm glad I've been able to enjoy the ride of of you know the, the women's basketball rise to prominence of baseball this incredible run they just have and I think I really believe we're on the precipice of bigger things. There's been so many times in our life where for a moment, for a moment, we felt this utter joy that we've been feeling lately. For a moment, we felt it. In 96 in in men's basketball, in 98 when in the West in football, Um, many times in baseball. For a moment, we've always felt it. This feels like a sustained period of that feeling. There's excitement here that we've felt briefly at times. And now this excitement is permeating through the entire athletic building, and it's incredible. Mississippi State sports is just different now. Now, Mark Albell, the Mississippi State podcast presented by SEC Country. That's the last time I will ever say that. First of all, thank you to SEC Country. I, was, uh, I came to Georgia in 2016, and I was the editor of a small paper in the Northwest Georgia Mountains, and I was bored to death. I was absolutely bored to death. I, I drove down, uh, you know, I, I was a close drive to Atlanta, but I would go into work every day and just look at Six Pack Speak, look at Elite Dogs, look at everything, Jeans Page. And that's how I spent my day. I just was wishing I was back in sports. I was missing it. I was missing Mississippi. I was missing everything. SEC Country comes along, and they're looking for an editor who can be over their coverage of Florida and Tennessee. I hate Florida and Tennessee, but, hey, if you guys are going to pay me, I'll go ahead and do it. So I did it. Um, I really enjoyed my time there. I started in November, 2016 as a freelancer quickly. I was made full time in January, 2017 and about six weeks into working here, they had a Georgia podcast. They had other podcasts. I said, Hey, I have my own show that I'm doing on the side. Can I come do it here? They said, yeah. So we started doing it in the studio on floor three. It was okay. And then, um, you know, I guess March or maybe May of last year, we came up here and they gave me Turp, they gave me Landshark, and all of a sudden we had a show. All of a sudden we had a show, and everything was firing on all cylinders, and it was fun. It was fun to come to work every single day. If you don't do that, do whatever in your power you can to do it because I, I did not really consider this work. I come in here, I do a show, I talk Mississippi State sports, I make a lot of jokes, and that is my day. I get paid for that. That was incredible. That was absolutely incredible. But. It's over now. Fine. Whatever. Cox Media Group decides they don't want to have SEC country anymore. means I'm out of work, 39 years old, four kids. Yay. That's very exciting. So here's what I'm going to do. I've already got a job uh, doing something on the side, but uh, my real passion is doing this show. I'm going to continue doing this show. Here's the thing. You can get sports writing about Mississippi State. You can go out and get a subscription to a paper, or you can go to, you know, WhistleSports.com, I don't know, so anywhere you want to go and get Mississippi State sports or get college sports in written form, but here's the thing, it's boring, it's boring sports writers around Mississippi State, they are boring, they, they don't really give you anything, I like, I like everybody personally, um, but I believe it's not them, it's sports media and sports fandom, which I'm a part of, has evolved past sports writing, I think it's evolved past it, You can get sports writing. You can even get podcasts out there. There are podcasts out there. But until I came along, they gave me this. You could not get a daily video presence with instant feedback. We can talk to each other right now. About Mississippi State sports. I, a passionate Mississippi State fan, you a passionate Mississippi State fan, we can instantly come together and talk about this and have fun with this. I think that's the future of sports media. I think that connection that we've had that we've built is the future of sports media. Yeah, you can you can read whatever you want in the in the Tupelo Daily Journal. You can read wherever you like, but at the end of the day, that's not enough anymore. You gotta have this. You gotta have this right here. That's the wrong logo. You gotta have this right here. You gotta have it. And I got it and I'm going to keep having it, you don't want to be pandered to. You don't want Mr. I'm better than you because you're a sports writer. You want honest, honest feedback, honest thoughts about Mississippi State. You also don't want somebody who's going to roll over to Ole Miss and Auburn and Alabama and let Mississippi State get disrespected, and I'm not going to do that. I'm a fan. I'm one of you, and this instant connection, this instant interaction this honesty that we share is going to continue. That's why starting July 9th at 7 o'clock Central Time, the show will return July 9th, 7 o'clock Central Time, more Cabell under Brandon Walker Enterprises. Brandon Walker Enterprises will be back July 9th, 7 p.m. Central Time. I know that uh, I've got many people here that I would like to thank, Um. It's going to be hard because there's so many regulars on this uh, Facebook Live. So many regulars. Uh, I'm going to name some, and I know I'm not going to get to all of them, and I'm sorry if I don't get to you, but Jay Hammer, Steve C., Bonnie Williamson Gable, Grace Thacker, Good, Lynn Rhodes-Gilmer, uh, Jeremiah Body, uh, Jessica M. Balsley. There's just so many. Uh, uh, Kenny Manning, Chad Mask, uh, Brian Sisk, Brian uh, My- Michael Clyburn. So many people. They have reached out to me recently, have been very, very good. I have been uh, very, very strong supporters of this show. I'm reading it now. Daniel Martin, I, I appreciate I appreciate you. I appreciate all of you who have been a regular. If I have not mentioned your name, I am sorry. My mind is going a million miles a minute right now, so I'm having trouble coming up with the names. But just know that if you have been a regular on this show, Dr. Charlie Cooper, um, others, I, I, I appreciate you. I thank you. It's going to continue This logo on my chest, I'm going to continue representing for that. I'm going to keep the show going, and that will be that. Now, I'm going to end the podcast very shortly. I will have, uh, we will keep the Facebook Live going until 1230 or 1130 where you are. Bill Anderson, Trey Adcock, thank you very much. Andy Atkinson, all these guys. I've never seen Andy Atkinson here, actually. But um, but yeah, so those are some more guys that that have been here uh, through Thick and Thin. I'm going to continue the Facebook Live until 12.30 Eastern Time, 11.30 your time. I'm going to go and drop you off on the podcast right now. For now, my name is Brandon Walker, and you've been listening to more Cowbell, the Mississippi State podcast that used to be presented by SEC Country.